Trust me. Many. Many women and gay people are very upset when you go soft inside them. I don't know why. I don't know why you had to tell the class about that today, but before we get into resonance, <laughs> we're going to talk about the history of uh, blood science. Because he was talking about blood science. Yeah. Um, but, dick blood science. Yes. Dick it's blood just, science. There's it, the episode title. Dick blood science. <laughs> oh, Dr. Dick know. blood science. MD. Medicine woman. <laughs> what the fuck is a humor? Segway. Uh, comedy. No. So... Uh, those of you who are into like spooky stuff or history stuff might be like, oh, this sounds familiar. Four it's... Ninja Turtles. You can explain what? yourself later. Oh, did you not know that the four Ninja Turtles are based on the four humors? No, obviously. But yeah, the four humors were basically the main medical mm-hmm. theory before germ theory. It was kind of a in between between spiritual theory, which was like, are you sick? That's ghosts in your blood. <laughs> yeah, so they they basically thought everything in the human body was made of one of like four liquids. And if you had too much or too little of one, it was what was fucking you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe they were blood, sugar, sex, and magic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You got one for four, Hunter. Good job. <laughs> Nailed it. Also, that one would be called sanguine. Uh, we'll get to that in <laughs> You know, for somebody who's not looking at the script, you're getting ahead of yourself. That's just because I've got a lot of dots in a cult in real life. Uh-huh. Right. Well, uh, some of the info we're going to go over is just some fun uh, actual history facts that you can use in your game to fluff stuff if you so choose. Yeah, if you have like a, an occultist or a guy who's just real old, maybe they even have like the ancient flaw, they yeah. might still think that that's how like blood and science yeah. works. Or you get some fucking player character who's like a newbie... Uh, this new age weirdo that's like I researched all these things like I did so uh, (laughs) (laughs) see if I make fun of myself it's uh, humanizing deflecting yes so uh, a lot of people think that this kind of theory traces back to ancient Greece psych it's actually ancient India (laughs) hey because we're looking at things outside of the western canon because sometimes other cultures just do shit Wait, all white people didn't do everything in history ever? Wow. They did eventually, but then, you know. <laughs> uh, Let's be real. They great, va- yeah, they great values branded it. They were like, oh, yes, we did this. But we did this 100 years ago. Shut the fuck up. We did it first. Yeah. You know, that statement very terrifyingly describes America to me. Uh, we just great valued the world. <laughs> yup. Yeah. So the the medical practice in India is known as uh, Ayurveda. Ayurveda. I've only read this word. I've not heard it said, and I'm sorry. And I'm also not going to get into the full practices of this because I don't have the fucking time to get into the uh, particular nuances of all the practices of this medicine that's been around for at least 3,000 years. Asamites, hit us up and tell us how to say that word right. Uh, I think they prefer Banu Hakim. Yes. I'm going to stay with what I said. Oh, yeah. The... The uh, body is broken as... Blah, blah, blah. Sorry. The body, basically, in this practice, is known as uh, prakriti, and the life forces that it breaks down is known as doshas that are kept into balance, and they have five elements, which is earth, water, fire, air, and ether, or spirit. Mm-hmm. This is just the, uh, the ancient Indian practice. Like, uh, that's okay. their, that is the earliest uh, version of humor theory I could find readily available through my month's worth of research. Okay. I am assuming there is more informed things, and if people want to send us that info, I am happy to look it over. But this is what I got for right now. I did some mild looking through the National Ayurvedic Medical Association. So they had some good, like, hey, if you're new to this, here's a, here's a little bit of info. But what you're talking about actually relates to the ancient Greek theory, which is where most websites will say is what humor theory is based off of. Okay. And it started with Hippocrates. Hippocrates, I've heard like five Hippocrates. Yeah, I have heard five different ways to say this man's fucking name. Hippocrates. Yes. Hippocrates. Who gave that hippo a doctorate? (laughs) (laughs) Aww. (laughs) Oh no. But yeah, so this traces back to, yeah, Hippocrates, uh, 460 BCE, between, that's when he was born roughly, and then 377 BCE. There is some fun theories that, uh, uh, Hippocrates is not a person, but just a collective of medical theorists from ancient Greece. Mm. 
So they like each took part of their name and squished it together? Potentially. So they mm. just shipped themselves. Yeah. Cute. Either that or, you know, corporation. But yeah, this, uh, the humor theory basically breaks down that the universe is made out of the same stuff and the, mic- the, the macroverse is the same as what's in your body on the uh, microverse. So therefore, all of these elements are together and the universe should be in balance and your body should be in balance, which is where the four uh, liquids come from. But before we get to that, I did want to say that mm-hmm. theory alone is a very big basis for a lot of different spiritual and occultist belief, the the macro and micro mm-hmm. uh, mirror. Yeah. So that will probably come up again when we talk about, you know, like blood magic. And if we ever, if they ever release a new mage, mm-hmm. hey, it's going to be very important. Well, mm, yeah. they might do spheres for that also. Uh going to shout out for the Chronicle Boys. Uh, yeah, it also has to do a lot with Promethean. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, they were all... Everyone except for the Nuclear Boys had a humor that it was based on. Um, also, isn't that kind of how it works with physics? Like, ma- uh, macro and micro are very similar and they kind of, until you get down to quantum and yeah, then things get I, weird. But. And then Ant-Man's there and it just gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, um, I am trying to break down a multi-part Yale lecture that I watched into a hour discussion with some ha-has in it. But yeah, basically, uh, the, the humorous theory in the Western canon is the first time that we were like, oh, the body becomes ill based off of physical things in our realm that we can control as opposed to gods or demons or just, you know, like there's ghosts in your blood. It's basically just like proto, oh, sickness. Yeah, yeah this is kind of the precursor to uh, actual science and being able to do like actual physical medicine. And a lot of their theories involve breaking things down into their most base elements, which at the time was fire, air, earth, and water. And fours tend to come up a lot in these thoughts. So you got the four humors, there's four temperaments, uh, there's the four winds, the four cardinal directions. So yeah, that's just kind of a, like, oh, this is neat. You can kind of see the studying and understanding humor theory in the real world actually gives you a good basis for understanding how we ended up with science and the not science we are dealing with now, but I'm not going to talk about it because I ran out of things to throw. So, yeah, the four humors we have. I'm not going to throw your beer. <laughs> Sorry, I was just sitting here like, are we going to talk about the fifth humor, bleach? No. If you drink bleach, it'll actually cure no! you. No. There actually is, system-wise, technically a fifth humor, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> no, it's not a humor. It's not considered. No, it's no, not it's a humor. A, it's not a right. We'll get no, no, no. Yeah, but there's a fifth thing that we'll get to. Yeah. Yeah. So, which it's a zero. The I, we'll get to it in a moment. The four humors we have are yellow bile, blood, phlegm, and black bile, which relate to the four temperaments, which are caloric, sanguine, phlegmatic, and melancholic. What you need to know for the historical thing that'll come up in the game later is if the humors are in balance, it's known as eucrasia. If you are in uh, not balance, it is called dyscaria. That comes up later. Discaria? I do think it's yes. interesting. I know we're going to talk about it later, but I do think it's interesting that they're called the four temperaments. Mm-hmm. But the others are just like blood, phlegm, calories, and the last one is sadness. Well, it's because the word melancholic got absorbed into English. But uh, yeah, each of the four humors are ascribed a different like temperament or mental state. And each of those are also further ascribed to being some combination of hot, dry, cold, and wet. And you are able to uh, diagnose people and treat them based off of their temperaments and their environment. And basically using the counterbalance of whatever issue they're having to level them out. And some of it made sense. Some of it is absolute fucking nonsense. Like you got too much blood. Uh, Most people know Hippocrates. With humors, also people know Galen. Galen is a shitbag from ancient Rome that was basically the worst kind of fanboy is the best way to explain him, where he's just like, ah, yes, I understand the work of uh, Hippocrates so well that I am the only person who could further perfect their work and nothing else can be changed or looked at ever again. This is the peak of science right here. So a lot of Star Wars fans. Yup. The world's first Star Wars fan. Interesting. Yeah, so this is kind of like one of the first historical gatekeepy fanboy chuds <laughs> who chudded so hard that he basically fucked medical understanding for centuries. Is this even worse than the burning of uh, the Library of Alexandria? Ah, uh, at least due to the fact that it's like one guy that's just like 
I am such an expert on this, and I'm going to push this so hard that it affected medical science again for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, which is why, you know, we continued uh, doing bloodletting up until, like, well into the 1800s from uh, roughly around Jesus time. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Oh, there was a, uh, a slight counterbalance of that with uh, Unani, which is the uh, Islamic medical tradition that's based on Greek translations of Hippocratic's work. Yeah. Uh, fun fact is the partic- <laughs> the uh, uh, Islamic practitioners of Unani are known as Hakims. I thought that was just a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Physicians yeah. uh, are called Hakim facts. Yeah, but their their most famous practitioner was a uh, Persian man named Avicenna. From, like, around 1000 CE and wrote a lot of books. He wrote a whole medical encyclopedia. He has his own version of uh, humor charts and how to balance things. It's He's a big deal, but I'm not going to get into that too much more than that right now because I don't have the time or the knowledge base to fully describe a fucking medical tradition that's outside my fucking culture. So we're going to move the goddamn on. Boop, boop, boop. Yes. So basically, we kind of chugged along in society with this, like, little Hippocratic Galen infused humor theory until uh well william harvey discovered uh that blood circulates in veins isn't just some sort of amorphous fluid like floating around in your body and uh, 1628 that took him a long time i that- was just thinking that like look at my arms you can see my veins yeah if you Again. push on it it gets bigger stop i don't know man yeah i'm well- just well, Again, hi. for a fucking Wendigo, it's a real bad fucking cover story. Yeah, you can like, I'm pretty sure a medical student could just look at you and just be like, oh yeah, no, this is where they go. Are you dehydrated? No. Okay. Well, maybe, but not that dehydrated. My arms are always like He's this. also probably got a low fat content. No, he do, he do. There was this one time I went to go donate blood. They won't let me donate blood because I had tuberculosis when I was five. Mm. Or no, like eight or so. But I got treated because guess what? Mm. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but without... Proof that I got treated, they won't let me donate. Next time, just lie and don't tell them you had it. Well, yeah, I probably would. But anyway, I was trying to donate, and they were like, "Oh, also, we need to check your veins." And I was like, "They're good. They're fine." And the lady was like, "No, we need to have you go back and get uh, have the the nurse look at it." And I was like, "All right, they're they're fine, but okay." And then I walked up and I put my arms out, and from like. Probably four feet away, the nurse looked at me and said, said, yeah, he's great. (laughs) And I looked at the lady and I said, yep. Nah, I used to have that same thing on one of my my veins. But uh, yeah, they used to send the training girls on me. Yeah. Yeah. You just fucking throw it like a dart. (laughs) You got the vein. You gotta stop being so dummy thick. See, I'm the opposite. I have very recessed veins. And they have to get like the old ladies have been doing it forever to be like, I'll find your goddamn veins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just like, going at it like a slasher like you can find them like kind of by a wrist but like you can barely even see blue when you get up towards where they draw from so we trucked along even and we though we're f- like ah blood goes in veins now <laughs> we, f- we figured out that we weren't kool-aid packs yeah wait a uh, minute did so are you saying we figured out irrigation before we figured out that our we weren't just b- loose sacks of blood Basically, yeah. Uh, that's part of the reason why Galen's such a problem for like scientific understanding because uh, they he practiced a very recessive idea of knowledge. So instead of it being uh, like we do now and from the start of the uh, science revolution, which I'm about to talk about, where we go, ah, things should be examined and researched upon and people take notes and go, hey, we found new things that we can expand upon and continually grow our knowledge base. Uh, He followed the uh, very conservative, like, no, 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 we have great masters. They have studied things. They have bequeathed us this information, and we just need to copy it. And that is it. So what I'm hearing is this guy literally just went, okay, now, you can't tell me I'm wrong that we're just blood sacks. Watch. Stabs a random person. Immediately starts bleeding. Look, it's a Kool-Aid pack. Yeah, it was actually, like, illegal in most of, pretty much all of, like, Europe to do dissections or any actual studies of the human body Yeah, because during it was, all of this time period. Yeah, because wasn't it questioning the uh, divine right of God? Yeah, I mean, initially it was just, a, you know, the questioning the uh, near-divine understanding of the medical masters, mm-hmm. and then it kind of got subsumed by uh, old Catholic thought, and it's like, nope, God made us perfect, we understand how it is. If God wants you dead, he wants you dead. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so that's also why the tracks. 
the research on the blood circulation was so spicy in the 1600s. And then it continued, the spiciness continued up into the uh, 1700s. So around like the time of the American Revolution is where you get people like Antoine Laurent de Lavoisier. Took French for five years, I can kind of say this now. Uh, he's the guy that figured out the law of conservation of mass. He was also involved in discovery of a lot of like elements like oxygen. <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry. He I'm actually just... predicted silicone. Really? Yeah. Ooh, hell Predicted yeah. silicone. That's yeah, just it's... Like, yeah, basically uh, the with the chemistry revolution and the understanding of like, oh, air can be broken down even smaller elements, basically completely just shatter the idea of uh, Hippocratic medicine. Also, can we just like take a moment to be like, damn France, not only badass medical man, but also badass physicist? Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how science was at the time, where it was just kind of a I just I'm a I'm a man of the age. I do all the sciences. I know. I'm just like, come on, props to the guy. Yeah, well, there's the other uh, science no. folks at the time period, but uh, hey, this is who we're talking about now. I there there's so many that I was like, I don't got time for everybody, so I just pick Lavoisier, and we're gonna move the fuck on. Fair to the start of germ theory in the 1800s with like Louis Pasteur, Joseph Lister, Robert Cook. And that is a theory that we use now where we go, ah, germs and viruses. Except, you know, the people that are just like, masks don't work. Fucking wear a mask. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, if we're going to talk about germ theory, though, mm-hmm. um, Louis Pasteur is one of the big ones. You know, that's the reason yeah. you can have like milk and dairy today and not die. But, or get real sick anyway. Yeah. But I think What's his name? Louis Pasteur. Like pasteurizing? That's literally yeah. what it's named for. Oh, yeah. shit. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but I was also saying, we're also forgetting a really important one. I noticed you didn't mention Darby Crash. Nope. From the germs. Note to New World yeah, Order. Yeah, the, the germs. Germ I'm theory. The germ so theory. It's great. I'm so upset. Wendigo. Oh, so Silicon Devil. Smart. <laughs> no, that's fine. But yeah, for I grew up in Anderson. Our education system is not that great. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. For contemporary use of all of this shit, there are some holistic and traditional management practices that are used still to this day, including the Indian one I mentioned, and there's some Islamic things uh-huh. from those two groups, the Unani and Ayurveda. I am fucking white as shit. And I know I'm not saying this right, and it's fine. I'm gonna. I'm trying my best. There are some psychologists that today basically used the uh, humor temperaments as a uh, basically like a Jungian archetype to describe different personality groups and as a way to kind of describe like mental states and as a tool for like diagnoses and processing things through therapy, but they don't like practice it as a, well, you're caloric, so therefore you have to do this, this, and this kind of a thing. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was reading the script. Cut that. That's okay. <laughs> Oh my god, you're reading. I'm proud of you. Hey. hey! I was trying to read ahead so I know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. So that my, was a- my brain kind of turned off and I didn't wasn't able to form it into a bit. Yeah. But I just kept thinking in my head, diagnosis is murder. Diagnosis is murder. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't though. So that's a, that's a, that was the 20 minute crash course of the history of humorist theories throughout the ages. I just learned about humors through the Black Death. So that yeah. was kind of cool. But beyond that, I uh, know very little. Yeah, there's there are some ideas with uh, humor theory, the Black Death, that was like, ah, oh, that's helpful. And other things are just like, oh, that made it worse. Yeah, yeah. Like the, oh, uh, the Black Death looks like it, it is a wet and cold disease, so we need to make things hot and dry, which accidentally helped save the Pope because they're like, oh, let's put him next to bonfires, and the yep. bonfires kept the rats away. Yep. So it's like, oh, that accidentally the, helped. Uh, the... Uh, hot, dry is not a good place for that bacteria to grow. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yay, Black Death! Yeah! Hmm. For those that have actually played the game, one day I'm going to get these suckers to play Vampire. I might stream that, game? or Skipper yeah. could stream that. What is this? Vampire. What are we talking about? Uh, the game Vampire. It's a. Do you want to vampire. be. Do you want to be a vampire, uh, a vampire doctor scientist in the Black Death times? Well, it's not the Black Death time. It's during a time of plague, but it's not the 1400s plague. It's like, uh, was it was it 1800s? No, 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 no. It's industrial times. It's like yeah, that's why I was saying yeah. 1700s, not yeah, it's 1400s. somewhere around there. But it's mm. real, it's real fun though. Distinct warning: just either eat everybody or be a kind soul. It's not going to be hard either way. What if I want to go back and forth? Then you're just going to fuck yourself. You should just eat everybody or don't. I'm going to go back and forth. Renegade Paragon. Renegade. Paragon. Eh, you'll have a wishy-washy end then. That's fine. Okay. I That's love I like game going... moral morality systems. They're so accurate and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Either you are the worst possible monster on the planet, or you are an angel ascending to godhood because you are worthy. Honestly, yeah, the ending is like that. You have like three endings, and one of them is, did you eat everyone? Did you eat no one? Did you eat one person? You get the middle of the road ending. No, I'm just going to go and back even, and forth. I like to play these games on a case-by-case basis. You know, you, no. If that person looks like he's being a dick, I'm going to kill him. If this person has a newborn child, I'll probably not eat him. I have a distinct warning. You're probably going to kill a few people because it took a lot of self-control for me, too, not to kill people. Right. I was like, like I said, you're a case. shit. Are you describing your play of the game or just in general? Redacted. All right. Well, now that uh, we have this little basis of fluff... How the fuck do we use this in the game? Why the fuck did you yell at me about this for however long it's going to be at the end of the editing process? Ah! Yeah. I like yelling about blood. I do like yelling about blood. Sometimes which... EMT show up if you do it too much. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. So, uh, as an ST and players for Vampire the Masquerade, uh, blood can be described when you're eating it as having certain tastes and feels that are unique to each person. And high clans tend to... Uh, revel in the specific mortals, uh, like they, because the high clans tend to be ones that have the funds and this like infrastructure to be like, I can order a basically the equivalent of a human takeout and get a specific kind of person that I want. Oh shit! Mm. Are you telling me that in Five E they brought back the high clans and the low clans? Yeah, there's yeah. lore sheets for that. It's great. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Corvo uh, has lore sheets where you can be like, oh yeah, if you're a fancy pants clan, you can get fancy pants bonus abilities, and if you're uh, a low clan gutter snipe, you get little bonuses for being a Dickensian street urchin. Cool. Yeah, because FYI, folks, uh, they they had them in the Dark Ages, but then when you went to like third ed that just stopped that kind of they just kind of like looked at him and they were like ah yeah the rich ones well it makes sense because the yeah. the the meta plot with v5 is because the camera is basically like shut the portcullises and they're very exclusive and you're either in or you're fucking not basically you're in or you're not and if you're in you can't afford to like have these uh lavish events where you're uh hanging out with certain kind of mortals that have certain kind of tastes that you're looking for or as opposed to like the lower clans where they literally have to just grab people whenever wherever and you're just kind of getting a random grab bag of bullshit from the great value store and also to continue on the why do you need to know these things just for lore reasons uh certain vampires specifically have preferences the venture have their flaw where they have their particular snack that they have to get every time mm-hmm. and then you know the toreador uh because of the way they are set up they tend to enjoy getting new experiences so they're going to kind of they're going to want a variety pack so they're going to probably cycle through various different types of mortals and that's something as a player to keep in mind um the bruja tend to like character or like to feed on people that are very energetic or full of passion, generally angry or active people. Uh, Gangrel tend to like eating off of animals. You know, these are things, you know, to keep in mind in the game. And that will also affect what kind of bonuses you get, which we'll get to. Uh, There's also the circulatory system, which is one of my favorite fucking things in V5. They're terrifying. It's fucking horrifying. Absolutely terrifying. It's literal human trafficking. But worse. snack packs. Yeah. It's like going to a grocery store and picking up a pack of Capri Sun, but they're humans. It's that weird bit where it's like, which would you rather be sex trafficked or human snack pack trafficked? And there's a part of me that's like, I think the snack pack's scarier. Yeah. I know. At least you might enjoy getting your blood stolen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's be real. They treat you like food. Mm -hmm. They would keep you in containers. They'd probably put you in shrink wrap. I wouldn't put that past sex traffickers either. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's also a lore sheet in the core book. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of interesting uh, plot lines and story hooks and things to consider in a world where it's like, okay, well, if you have somebody like a venture with a very specific... Uh, feeding requirement and they have the funds to pay somebody to make sure that they have the same pers- type of person brought to them all the time like who's the guy that does that like who are the guys that do that kind of thing like what how do you network that uh, amongst especially them? with the second inquisition yeah cause you fuckers can't use like cell phones and shit so you know well shouldn't shouldn't can't you're, you're banned the camera said no <laughs> yes, they follow rules. You're not supposed to have your cell phone in class, sir. All right, sorry. No. Holds it under desk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah immediately hands to tech school. Oh, God. The fucking, I got so good at fucking texting on T9 back in the day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The amount of things that could play RuneScape. Oh, my God. I had a Windows mobile phone so I could put Doom on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh god, but can it run Doom? It did. All right, and then there's uh, the new the new boys on the block, the Thin Bloods. Uh, their ability to do blood alchemy specifically requires you to have an understanding of resonances. If you're going to play a Thin Blood, you fucking need to know this shit. Otherwise, you're just it's not going to work. Especially if you're doing alchemy, let alone what your base like bonus powers are. And and I honestly I find uh, just the uh, theming of the fact that resonances and the humor theory came back in V five to be really interesting, like repetition, repeating of the theme of uh, old thoughts and practices coming back into modern times. Because with like cult of the blood gods now, like ancient religions are coming back into the foreground. And there's the constant looming threat of whatever the fuck Gehenna is going to actually mean in the game system. So the, you know, time's a flat circle. And the hero's a literal mechanical reason that that theming exists in the game. God, I'm glad, so glad we don't have to deal with that kind of thing in real life. <sighs> I'm so sad. Yeah, I just got more depressed. Thanks, Hunter. Yeah. Uh, this is supposed hey. to be a silly podcast. Hey, Hunter, are you one of those things that causes banality? Oh, an autumn person. Yeah, are you, are you literally being that right now? Because it feels like it. I laughed. No one else did, so there's a potential. <laughs> All right, Colin <laughs> Robinson. No, it's at, there's a whole episode coming up. They are very uh, distinct things. Yeah, yeah no, we, we are all doing various researches on things, and we're just trying to figure out how to schedule shit in a way that makes sense. Yup, the amount of Gehenna research. No, it's okay. Just, I'm just okay. waiting until we do the Kane episode. Mm-hmm. That's okay, and that's okay. If we need, if we need to install another hard drive into you to store the data, we'll figure it out. We'll just shove it in. It needs. To... <laughs> Hi, I will have. I will have a gun. I, will have a gun. <laughs> I can uh, have a gun. You have a gun. I've got two. It's like the motorcycle segment. All over. <laughs> oh shit! How the fuck do you actually use this shit in the game? Sounds neat. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go to the core book on page 226, at least on the version I have, I don't know what page it is on the new books yet. I don't have a fucking new copy. <laughs> I so. am turning to that page in spirit. Oh. Ah, so, uh, humor. The resonances break down to the four humors in the game. This is the part you actually have to pay attention to to know. So, caloric. Caloric. Is equal to angry. I am pissed off and caloric. Yeah. Sanguine. Sanguine. Is related to horny. I want a bone... The whole room. Got some Very horny sanguine. Mm. Got some horny blood. Then we got phlegmatic, which is related to lazy. Phlegmatic. I don't really feel like doing anything. That's the pus one. Uh, that's the mucus one. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's the Michelangelo sense. one. Coming from your nose. Yeah. And various orify. Truth. And then there is melancholic. Melancholic. Which is the sad. Yeah, and... the, the sunny day real estate of your uh, blood types. <laughs> I was going to say eternal sunshine, but yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good movie. God, we're going to we, we're gonna have a real good changeling game someday. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is also one where I'll be like, can I just play a mage? Mm. No. No. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck changeling. The magic system's sick. He, he's finally cracked it. Mm-hmm. Yes, but... Is it code? It's dope. It oh. involves cards that you can make like tarot cards or like magic casting cards. I'm not joking. I would rather play anything else. You don't have to play it. Ah. That's not true. Mummy. Yes. <laughs> Bitch, I said what I said. <laughs> what about Beast the Primordial? That's the one. That's the uh, Chronicles game where they uh, their lady was destined to be raped so that she could become a hero. Oh, that one. No, I was talking old world, not <laughs> fucking Chronicles. You said literally anything, so you'd. Write... You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right, we're playing Fatal. You did this. No. No. I no. don't want to roll for anal circumference again. <laughs> again. Okay. So. No, no, no. He started this with. Changing. I don't give a shit. We're going to changeling the subject. Yes, we are. So each of these resonances that I had just mentioned, uh, caloric, sanguine, phlegmatic, melancholic, each one is tied to two disciplines. Uh, There is a chart for these on page 227. I'm not going to list them. Get the fucking book. But some of you are wondering, hey, if I look at this chart, it's weird that animalism isn't tied to a specific uh, 
thing. It's tied to animal blood. I'm like, bitch, you're right. It is. You got a snack on a rat or a horse or something. So is protean. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, also tied to animal blood. Yeah. Yeah. Which, when you get to um, higher blood potencies, depending on how you stacked your character, that could be a problem. So you basically never get be able no, to get that there, bonus no, there. No, no, no. There's there are uh, there are things that allow you to drink animal blood depending on what merits and advantages and. Just pay attention where if you're somebody who's going to stack really hard into that uh, discipline, uh, make sure that you have the ability to continue to consume it. Eh. Yeah, I think that's a little bit... Um, I haven't looked into it, but mm-hmm. I know that as you go further, it doesn't state your hunger, but does that mean you can't consume it at all? No, you can. It, it just doesn't do it. So anything. that's how you'd get the, the extra Yeah, you die. just eat you it, just but you wouldn't get the hunger. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it's, it's not like, effective, but you can still, you know, get your get your blood sucking cow. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Mm. So Question. for the Ventru, mm-hmm. um, my character can't feed off poor people. Yep. Could I feed off a rich animal? It's also like a, not like an award winning uh, racehorse. Yeah, like any type of Bison Freeze or. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say that your blood potency rating would. Your blood potency rates would still affect the animal. So you're not saying no. And if you're paying a La Sombra or a Hakata because you have the Oblivion, um, mm-hmm. you're looking for no resonance at all, which can happen. It's not common, but it can happen. We came across one, mm-hmm. and they were a serial killer. Yep. Yeah, because they're usually killers because it's usually sociopaths. Yeah. Uh, they were actually a slasher. If you've played older versions of World of Darkness, they kind of brought those back. There's not a whole lot of details yet, but they exist. Yeah, it was like I, I buffed up something from the end of the monsters. Thing, okay. So you kind of made it into a slasher yourself. Yep. Uh, they they kind of left it a little ambiguous, and then I was just like, but what if I put more on it? What if I turned it to 11? What if I put a hat on it? I will say. Even including Old World and V5, I think the Slashers book from Chronicles may be one of the best books that have ever come out of World of Darkness in general. Like a game that actually lets you play slasher killers and fight up against them and does it well and terrifyingly. Yeah. But yeah, I, just, I had to bring these notes up because it ties into the next thing, uh, which is resonance has come in three, te- like in the book they call it temperaments, but it comes in three intensity levels. Okay. Um, most mortals or at what is called a fleeting that's cuz you know every you have a various mix of emotions every day and you're kind of a mishmush of just like oh yeah i had a good moment i had a sad moment i'm kind of horny now i'm sad i'm not going to do the dishes that kind of stuff it's normal it, the mood of the person at the time when you feed them on them will affect their like taste and flavor and what how you feel about it and you as a player in an st can kind of run with that in the moment for funsies Mm -hmm. but at this base level you don't get a fucking mechanical bonus out of it outside of i slake to hunger unless you're a thin blood because thin bloods can use fleeting temperaments uh for their thin blood alchemy oh fuck yeah which is nice uh intense is the next level so uh certain people tend to have a uh, predilection to certain kind of resonances so angry people tend to stay angry and then you know somebody who like just is a fuck boy and just like hooks up all the time is probably going to have a sanguine uh, intense, like intense sanguine mm-hmm. kind of a thing. If you find somebody who is of an intense level of a resonance, if you feed on them, you get a plus one to the related discipline rolls and you have that until uh, you feed again. Nice. So this is a fun thing to remember for when you're playing and shit where you're like, oh yeah, I have a really punchy, fighty, discipline stack and there is a combat coming up that's kind of important i should make sure i feed off of somebody who is you know caloric to make sure i have a bonus on my dice pool on top of everything else i get i can dig that yeah yeah uh, just things to keep an eye out for uh another good reason to keep mm-hmm. keep up on your herds yeah mm-hmm. if you have a herd you can kind of cultivate those mm-hmm Yes, I do get into that in a moment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a good thing. I don't look at the script, guys. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. You're you're beautiful, and we appreciate you. That's why I'm here. Yes, and then there is acute, which is known as the also the dyscrasia. This is uh, somebody who has a self perpetuating cycle of a resonance within them, to the point that uh, 
it basically is like vampire cocaine or heroin or whatever your preferred substance is. Like this is like nice. Hmm. Which, by the way, if you feel any identification to this uh, symptom whatsoever, please seek help. Yeah. But generally, when somebody has just crazy, uh, uh, when as you looking at them as a person, you'd be like, this person needs help. Like so someone who is has wrong. like really severe depression that hasn't mm-hmm. gotten off the couch in like a month. Any of the hoarders someone, are probably like a mm-hmm. turbo level of the lazy where it's like they just kind of got caught in a cycle. So it's probably that. Yeah. Mm. They're mm. flum boys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those kind of folks. Uh, and that's something to keep in mind as an ST when you're describing uh, people in the world for people when they're doing hunting scenes. Because the other fun thing with this crazy is not only is it like the tastiest of snacks, you also get a bonus power on top of the plus one. You get a that, bonus power? Yes. Cool. Which uh, is basically left up to uh, ST discretion. So you as the vampire do not choose what power, but the ST will just be like, and you can use this power for yeah, actually, X until you feed again. Yeah, on page uh, 230, there's a description about this. So if you feed off somebody with a disgrace, you get the plus one to the discipline roll. And then uh, there's a, a chart, or uh, there's a list of different uh, suggested bonuses uh, for the dyscrasia. So one of the ones they put that I thought was really funny was uh, if you feed off of somebody with a caloric dyscrasia, so it's somebody who's usually very aggressive and energetic and angry and that kind of stuff. If somebody has that dyscrasia, they get the plus one to the caloric disciplines, and they also get a plus one to any role where they're bullying somebody. Huh. And I'm just like, that's hilarious. And you can just go fucking buck wild with it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a power. It just gives a plus one to something. Yeah. That's why I, I thought you like, meant a like discipline a, power. No, no, I was no, like, no. I'm sorry. Fuck, that was man. Not that intense, but. You're like, I'm going to go abuse a cow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to punch a cow a whole bunch. Oh, no. Sorry, cow. Yeah. Though, <laughs> you're going to make your turbo it. sad. Though the, uh, the counterbalance is if you're going to absorb mm-hmm. the bonus ability, uh, you either have to drain the fucker dry. Mm. Or you have to feed off of them over the course of three nights if you're trying to not kill them, but you will swallow up the the dyscrasia. Do they get better after that? Mm. Does the dyscrasia go away? Uh, as you as a vampire, could you pose as a therapist? I like where this and is fix going. People? Fix people. Yeah. Well, you have to not murder them. Right. Over three nights. If you're trying to fix them. Yeah. Right. If you just want to have the the forbidden sip. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. So, uh, anybody listening, feel free to make this character and send it to me because this is an interesting idea. Um, what about someone who like runs a like stay in mental health facility? Mm-hmm. They run it right, so they could feed off of all of the patients that stay there mm-hmm. and just get dyscrasia of all fucking sorts of kinds, buddy. That's not a character, that's reality. Stop depressing the audience. Sorry, guys. <laughs> also, they don't stack. So you... Well, no, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, any time that they wanted just to... Just have a buffet, a right. smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah, whatever they wanted that day, they could be like, oh, I'm better at scaring people. Yes. Feed off of someone with dominant. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that's a way to go about it. But yeah, that's that's the baseline. Everybody has access to the this information. Yes. Just because I'm actually curious. Mm-hmm. Can you have your hurt? Is there a is there a mechanical way mm-hmm. that you can pay to have your herd have that? Have a dyscrasia? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Is it in a lore sheet, I take it? I don't remember off the top of my head. You can... The thing is, you can cultivate certain resonances in uh, certain individuals and herds that comes with the counterbalance of depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you're trying to get a sanguine dyscrasia mm-hmm. in somebody. Uh, basically, you would be having to have an affair with them for months to years to get them to fall madly in love with you to the point where it causes that to build up in them. And then you feed off of them or murder them, yep. which might cause because you don't actually care about this person. You're just manipulating them into doing what you want. I know, but I'm saying as the phlegm person over here, is there a lazy way to pay for that instead of a mechanical way to make that happen? That's what the circulatory system is for, my guy. Okay, just making sure. I was just seeing if there's a way that it translates over to your herd. There, You could just be like, no, I just want my herd to be turbo there, I believe there is a level of herd where you can pay to have that in there but I don't remember off the top of my head 
I'm sorry the script that I spent weeks researching on did not have that info straight off the top. There's also just ways to flavor that if you choose in advance. Like uh, Skipper's character owns a kink club, so they're likely to be sanguine people mm-hmm. there. Um, and so, Again, like, also and uh, the, um, the ones that don't have a resonance. I doubt there'd be that many... Well, of, like no resonance people. Those are supposed to be super rare. Well, like actual psychopaths and sociopaths. I mean, some of those kinksters? Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, Sometimes they're just trying to feel something. You, that's not, my interactions with the kink community, that's actually it's very, very opposite. Uh, not very, very true opposite. and a little offensive. Hmm. But yeah. say, so, you know, if you wanted to cultivate like a very phlegmatic, uh, mm-hmm. you could just own like a shop that hosts like Smash Brothers or Magic tournaments. <laughs> But yeah, you also need to be aware of the resonances to learn disciplines. Yes. Yeah. So, in order to justify spending experience on disciplines, your character must feed on the blood of the matching type of resonance. That's from page uh, 231 from the core book. Right, so, it's not just when you're learning from a different clan and you need their mm-hmm. blood to learn dots in any discipline after character creation. You need... Well, shit, there's... that. Definitely means there's a reason why the fucking Second Inquisition are noticing the La Sombra. <laughs> Just like these motherfuckers are being like, where's the crazies? We need to eat them. Mm. And also, well, learning a out-of-clan discipline requires you not only to have the correct resonance, but to uh, also ingest the blood of somebody who has the discipline. So you got to make a friend if you're getting an out-of-clan discipline. And you got to be careful, because if you're drinking their blood... You gotta be careful that you don't get blood bonded. Uh, I mean, you're gonna get blood bonded unless it's a Tremere. Or again, you have unbondable. Yeah. And the other uh, reason to pay attention to this is if you're playing a thin blood, not only do you have to have the correct, like I said earlier, the correct resonance to do certain uh, thin blood alchemies, like my favorite low level one, which is the, uh, you can have telekinesis. That's sick. Which is sick. I love it. But the other reason is, um, as a thin blood, and this is the thing all thin bloods can do, uh, you get access to the one of the level one disciplines to the corresponding residents that you last fed off of. Mm-hmm. So you have become the jackknife of the party. So they're just like, oh, we need uh, somebody who's going to be really persuasive. You're just like, all right, cool. I got to get this resonance. I know fucking Jeff down the street fucks. So I can go get a snack off of him. And then I have a level one presence ability. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and if middle, yeah, and if middle of night you're like, oh shit, we're gonna go to combat. You can like search around the club and be like, all right, I need to find somebody who's gonna have something that I can use to get like a little a little of a potency ability and switch it. Now, quick question, yes. just to make sure, you have to have a specific talent to figure that out, right? Or is that something all vampires can do? Can you be like, ah, I can find the residencies? I will get to that in a moment. Okay, sorry. That's okay. How do I get these snack packs? Now that you know that lore-wise, why these are interesting, and mechanics-wise, why the fuck you need it, how does one acquire these things? You can just fucking watch people. Usually, watching somebody's behavior for a period of time will give you a good idea of where they are on the resonance thing. Um, the ST may allow a uh, resolve an intelligence roll to be more certain. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just bite somebody, you just fucking know. You take so a theoretically, sample. you could be like, oh, uh, nope, that's not the one I wanted. Ha ha, toss him to the side, <laughs> grab somebody else. Ha uh, that's better, but not quite. Yeah. Ha-ha! Until you get somebody. <gasps> Absolutely can All do right. that. <laughs> it's just some of the mechanics of this new game is just like, ah, yes, I wonder how the Second Inquisition happened. Maybe these new mechanics. Yeah. And if you as an ST are just like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to deal with like just making up a bunch of NPCs on spot. Uh, there is a resonance generator table on page 228. That just roll some D10s and you kind of slap together the intensity and what it is. Hell yeah. Cool. So if you're like me and you're just like, I don't want to think because my brain hurts. Table. Also, as I tried to answer earlier and now more officially can explain, yes, you as players are allowed to farm resonances. Yay. Yay. Um, You can get uh, fleeting changes of things based off of like seduction, intimidate, uh, roles, you can impress somebody into thinking you're cool. Uh, you can just drug a motherfucker. These interactions do uh, affect uh, people on their daily lives, so mm-hmm. therefore it will affect the resonance and make things shift. And also potentially give you those stain things. Yeah! Because, you know, you're being a manipulative bastard. Consequences are fun. If just to flavor you your food. drug someone, mm-hmm. does that mean you get the drug? When you drink from them, if I gave somebody and. ecstasy, like a fuck ton of ecstasy, and then I drank a bunch of their blood, would I then be on ecstasy? Could be. Cool. It happens sometimes. All right. <sighs> I think that was... <laughs> I'm uh, just... 
What's Ooh, a... We're going to have to babysit your Jameezy. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I think that was explicitly stated in mm-hmm. Old World, but it hasn't been yeah. in New World. No, it has. Oh, it has? Yeah. Okay. So it it's, yeah, yeah it's just a can instead of like in in Old World where it was, we drank the blood of the drunk people and now we are wizards. Um, I was not expecting this question, so I don't have the note right directly in front of me. And I have a headache, so I don't remember actually off the top of my head. I'm 95% sure that, yes, if you drink up... If you drink from somebody who is drunk or high, you will <laughs> definitely also be drunk and or high. Hmm. I know that there are merits you can get for, uh, you can get bonuses to certain dive pools if somebody is on a substance that's like your preferred substance. Right. And you can also take a flaw of if you drink off somebody who is not on your preferred substance, they, you will actually take negatives until you have that kind of blood. Hmm. So mm-hmm. that is the thing you can explore in the game if you so choose. But yeah, you can, if you repeat, but yeah. So if you do a success, you can mm-hmm. shift somebody's fleeting resonance. If you repeatedly succeed on these rolls, you can push somebody into an intense mm-hmm. resonance and therefore get the plus. Yeah. So if you find somebody who is already like fleeting sanguine, if you do a couple of like seduction uh, mm-hmm. rolls and you succeed, you can push them into intense and then get the plus one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, totally something you can cool. do. Yeah. And those are the kind of things where it's like, okay, eh, depending on your morals and the chronicle tenants, you probably won't take a stain. You might. Yeah, just for like the 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 second level you were talking about, doesn't seem like it's as bad as like fully making them go crazy. Yeah, you can push an NPC into a dyscrasia, but this requires months, if not years, of effort in game. And that's. Definitely. Yep. Yes. How do you get more animally? Mm-hmm. How do I get an animal to be more animally so I can get bonuses to like more protean? Can yeah. you make a what was it called? This dis Discrasia. Discrasia? How do I make an animal discrasia <sighs> to be more animally? I don't have notes on that right now. Sorry Ooh, for wait, asking wait, a weird wait, question. Wait, I think no. I might I think I might got one for that. Gustav the crocodile. That mofo is totally animal crazy. Gustav the Cro- You said that like we know who that is. Yeah, you don't know, know who Gustav the Crocodile is? No. Uh, there was a pur... TLDR. There was a purge of the Nile for crocodiles where the Egyptians killed the crap out of crocodiles, but one survived, and it has learned to hate and kill humans. For fun. Yeah. He doesn't kill for hmm. food. He kills for fun. Hmm. And he's still alive. He's probably about 80 years old. And he just bites people and leaves them to die. There's actually a recorded case of him. I think that him. would be animal with a zero resonance. That sounds like a psychopath alligator right there. Well, no, no, no. He's doing it. They've actually shown that he's done it for fun because there's a recorded case of him killing somebody by flipping them off a boat, pulling them down under the water, not biting them, and drowning them to death. This he didn't. alligator is on a fucking... This is like I spit on your grave for alligators. Yeah, this uh, is the alligator ever... death wish. Actually, yeah. if you've ever saw the uh, Primeval movie or Lake Placid, that's the gator it's based off of. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Or it's crocodile. Whatever the hell is in the fucking Nile. Hey, crocodile. Yep, crocodile. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to answer to your, your issue, I'm not off the top of my head certain. I did not make a note about that. I'm sorry. Cool. No, it's okay. Uh, Listeners, know if anybody has any ideas on how I could make an animally more animally, please hit us up. I was going to say there's notes about animal blood in the core book. That too. That give more detail about this. I just did not include that in the notes because uh, people should just buy the book and play the game. I was, yeah. I would say without reading the book because I'm lazy. um, I would say that I think James is actually onto something, though. I think Mm -hmm. um, at least I, as an ST, would at least give intense, if not, uh, just crazy bonuses to an animal that was like feral. Like you know how like a pig's a pig in a farm, but you know it gets out for a couple weeks and they go fucking feral and like oh we're gonna kill humans now. That mm. is an at least an intense animal beyond like a domesticated animal. Okay. Whereas like a dog who's a pet may only ever be like fleeting, but like an actual wild animal could be <laughs> intense, and then a fucking feral animal is. Oh yeah, any okay. turkey or cool. razorback. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be my shorthand for it. If yeah. Just a really tough, like, city pigeon that's, like, missing a foot. Oh, yeah. The, the good feathers. Yeah. Me. Or yeah. that tomcat that you're like, oh, that is not a tomcat. That is just, like, a small panther that was sh- shot by a shrink ray. <laughs> oh, he owns this street, not <laughs> exactly. me. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, got, he's got ten shanks, and he's ready to use them. Yeah. 
Boots. <laughs> yeah, that is Boots is just he. Boots came up to me of his own volition the last time we recorded. He and chose. was just like, "Please, could you pet me?" Yeah, he no, chose to show you mercy. He's a suave motherfucker. Yeah, sometimes he, I give him bits of ham. He did. He came up to me. He was like, "Hey, buddy, I'd like you to pet me." I'm like, "Oh, you're kind of sweet." But yeah, on the on the note of uh, juicing, basically uh, trying to create a discrasia in a mortal, I kind of I went down a little research hole. Mm-hmm. Trying to be like, okay, well, how would you do this? Because you, as a, the player and the SD, can decide like what method you're going, what and how you want to do this, and how this might affect the humanity of your character. Uh huh. And that could be a whole story arc on its own. Uh, especially if you get a kinder that's just like really into disgraces for whatever fucking reason. Because I was like, well, if since this is such like a tasty snack thing, I don't know why profiteering entrepreneurs of the circulatory system basically wouldn't be juicing mortals no. to. Uh, have these and try to pump them out as quickly as possible. Yeah. So I, uh, in my research hole, had found a uh, guy on TikTok who is an actual PhD, like actual biochemist guy. Um, he had posted a video about adrenochrome. Hmm. Because I know that's been a, a jazzy yeah. thing in the news lately. Uh, babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because basically... We're done with adre- that bit. Yeah, adre- yeah, we are. Adrenochrome is basically uh, oxygenated uh, fucking adrenaline, uh-huh. which adrenaline is one of the hormones that it does have a tie to a specific resonance in the game. It, it, in, the, in the core book, there's a chart that gives you some ideas of like different hormones and arch- like things to look for for the mm. resonances so that you as a player and the ST can describe like the blood flavor things in more details. Mm-hmm. So I was like... So I, 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 I DM'd him on TikTok and was like, hey, bro, so I have this really dumb game question. Can you just juice somebody with adrenochrome and get an effect? And he was like, yeah, actually, you can. <laughs> apparently, psychiatrists um, used adrenochrome to... Yeah, so apparently, psychiatrists used adrenochrome to try and... Um, we're trying to study uh, schizophrenia because apparently when you're having a psychotic episode, your blood has more adrenochrome in it. So uh, while you... Uh, when you're schizophrenic, you might have elevated levels of adrenochrome in your body. Doctors were not able to reverse engineer injecting people with adrenochrome to cause a psychotic episode. Mm. But that's the thing they did. Oh, shit. Okay, there is some scientific basis in real world about, mm-hmm. you know, and outside of, you know, humans taking hormones and uh, steroids and various other things to get certain effects in their bodies and mood stabilizers and all that kind of stuff. So, small shout out to... Uh, DBK villain on TikTok for answering my dumb fuck question. Hey, thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah. also communist Stan. And I'm just like, yay, comrade, good job. Sharing leftist information and fun science things. So. Nice. Yeah, no, that was that wasn't exciting. Just like, I'm going to go bother this actual like fucking doctor about the mechanics of my dumb fucking game. Nope. And he answered, and he was very nice. I watched her do it. It was, t- she was so happy. I was. I was like, oh my God, it worked. The fact that she was like, wait, wait. I can use this for an episode. I'm going to message him. I want to see if it happens. He did. Mm-hmm. So if uh, you use the TikTok, go give uh, DBK a villain. I'll link it below and uh, tell him Blank Body sent you because that'll really weird things up for him. Yeah. Also, crazy idea. Sarah kind of has like a TikTok too where she does vampire stuff. Yeah, I also have a, I do also do things on the clock app. So I guess people can message me on that if they want. She's very good at it. Am I? I've done like seven of them. I don't, I'm an old man, um, and I don't understand TikTok well enough to understand what a good TikTok is. Yeah. Sometimes I see them reposted on Instagram. That, that's Crash Course of Resonances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Resonances. Uh, uh, this will definitely be something that we touch on on and off. I know we said when we do like the La Sombra episode, it's probably going to come up. If we yeah. do anything like occult related, there's mm-hmm. a good chance it's yep. going to come up. Um Gave me a lot of fuel for really terrifying characters. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I uh, I have an NPC that I made for our Chicago game named Zachary, who is a uh, guy that works for the circulatory system, and he does resonance farming. He seems so pleasant. He is so fucking pleasant He's to your very face. Pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nobody's pushed him enough to like really see like what's behind the curtain and I'm just like, "Oh, you guys would be very upset." Well, mm-hmm. I I did go to his house that one night where he'd killed all his staff for fun. Oh yeah, I forget that did happen. Also, uh, only I've seen. You yeah, it's true. 
Well, yeah, you, uh, yeah, because you had that com, because you guys talked in the conversation pit, because I decided to give him a '70s conversation pit. Oh, yeah. I want one of those in my life someday. Yeah. Part, so part of, at least my character still feels like that was just a rich guy flex to another guy. Yeah, it's a bit of a rich guy flex. It was like, eh, I can afford to just slam all of my staff down like I was on a weird bender. Yeah, no, it's fun things to, to add to feeding scenes and things for players to keep an eye out for, not only just for funsies, but for mechanical bonuses and advantages. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that it seems, at, at least so far, it seems like a lot of the fluff stuff, there is actual mechanical reasons for you to give a shit. Yeah. It's not you know just I mean? like... Yeah. Like, Other... co- I mean, coteries and the resonances now, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you want to do this. And because you, look, there's a cool shit. Mm-hmm. Do it instead of, it's a neat idea. Let's maybe think about it. Yeah. I've not seen too many stream games really like get ham on paying attention to this kind of shit like there's people that will describe like feeding scenes and like how things taste or how you feel about it but you don't really like yeah if you're gonna play a vampire and explore being a predator and a monster uh maybe maybe know how it works yeah so, hooray we did it this only took a month of my life ah. resonance I'm going to be playing a Thin Blood on a stream game soon, so I super was like, I really got to know this. See, and I really thought we were just going to be talking about how sound moves around in, like, a guitar. <sighs> Sadly, no. One of those cool steel Spanish guitars? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> no, I I did so much research on this, I used up all my free articles on Britannica.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can get you all of them for free. But, um... Hell yeah. <laughs> Give me that dictionary. Oh damn, girl. Um, what was I gonna say? I yeah, I really appreciate all the uh, effort you put in for research. I've been working on an episode, our two-part episode. I'm really excited about. I'm gonna be doing a lot of Second Inquisition stuff. I've been turbo reading the books for that. Again, we do still need to. You and I can sit. Down yeah, and we talk. need we need to sit down and talk about this and share notes because he's been doing yeah. Sabat slash Gehenna. I'm gonna be coalescing all of my notes for this. Mm-hmm. into a Google Doc to have a link for for free in the show notes to be like, hey, do you want more info on, like, things outside of the core book for Fluff to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you're looking for this kind of person, these are the notes to use and more, like, historical information on this in case you make a character that's, like, into, like, why are resonances now a thing in society? Yeah, if you want to enrich your game, mm-hmm. you know, make it a... Uh livable world yeah. it's a nice fun thing yeah there's a lot of charts and shit mm-hmm. i did oh my god galen's a fuck boy fuck that guy <laughs> the more i learned about him the more i was just like god this guy's a shit just every neck beard who has tried to like flex on me being like you don't know what that go is at gen con just like came echoing back into my brain and i was like i am going to travel in time and find galen and just, like, throw wine on his robes. Because fuck that guy. First of all, you do know Thacko. In fact, we I played. Did. We started on second ed. We did! Mostly because we didn't want to pay the money for the 3.5 books when they were new. Because I think two of us had the fucking 3.5 books at the time. Yeah, I okay, had, guys. I got them. I was buying up the two books because that was when you can get them for, like, five, six bucks. So I was like, mm-hmm. I will just take a shelf home with me today. <laughs> hey, and now the time we live in is where you can do that with... 4.0 books, but nobody wants them. I'm not going to argue that. No, not at all. But yeah, there'll be there'll be a freebie in the show notes of like research and shit. So mm-hmm. yeah. please please use this info to enrich your games and you know have fun. Thanks to Paralyze as always for our theme, Millions of Dead Cyborgs, and thank you guys for listening. Super fun. I appreciate it. The Discord's really been popping off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do the social medias more. Trying. We're going to throw the robot into Twitter and see what happens. Throw the robot into Twitter and like I haven't already been there. Thanks again. Uh, go, if you could take a second and give us a like, a follow, subscribe, a review um, on all your friends and family's phones. That helps us out a lot. Steal your mom's cell phone. Five star rate. Put it back in her purse. If you're a pretty lady, take the guy's, uh, guy at the bar's phone. Follow. Give him it. Oh, that that is the easiest thing to do. Just go to a bar, find sad people, and then just... Instead of, if somebody's like trying to be like, hey, girl, I want your phone number instead, just take their phone and go onto Spotify and follow our podcast and give them back the phone. So is this our form of uh, 
flirting fi- dyscrasia. Oh, I thought no. you were gonna say flirty fishing. Uh, no, but. I was gonna say uh, pretend to put your number in and then flee. Flee, or you know, just have a conversation, or be a good bruja and punch them. Yeah, just sometimes it's dangerous because people at bars are crazy yeah, and they'll but- follow you for fucking blocks. Well, if that's the case, I wouldn't be getting into their phones in general. Maybe don't do any of the suggestions they've given you <laughs> today, except the blood. We stuff. are not that's professionals, cool. guys. I am not. A profes- I don't know what part no. of this podcast we're not professionals, <laughs> but remember, everybody runs from a hobo night because they're very. Very dangerous. Yeah. What? Uh, <clears throat> I would run from a hobo's nuts too. Why did you bring hobo that up? knife? You oh. fucking. You, you kind of slurred a little bit. Yeah. I just oh, heard no. hobo nut. We gotta. Mm. Sorry guys, we're gonna end the podcast because we gotta put the uh, the the lower bot back onto his charging port. We're Goodbye. getting a little long in the tooth. So. Uh-huh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.